재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Korea Escape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. We start off the week every week by listening carefully to what Koreans are saying to each other on mainstream or social media. It's our way of tapping into what people are thinking, really. And it's called Culture Pulse. We are joined once again by Violet Kim here in the studio. Hey, Violet. Hi, Kurt. So, yeah, every office, every student classroom, every coffee shop is buzzing today, I think, mm-hmm. probably about i s e d o l right? The game of the century. Right, AlphaGo. AlphaGo, the, the, the faceless... machine that mm-hmm. uh, Isaidol is heroically trying to put in its place mm-hmm. hasn't done so great thus far. He's got one victory under his belt, but in essence, he's kind of lost the, the overall tournament, right? Right. Isaidol has lost the overall tournament, mm. the five-match tournament, mm. but he did win one game. He won one and... game after being uh, defeated three times. Right. And then he, won, he came back and he surged, and everybody's rooting for him in this final game. But three to two, that's a victory for the machine, isn't it? Right, right. And it's hard to sort of motivate yourself when you've already lost yeah. the entire match. But I think he did I'm surprised he well. pulled out this victory. I, it, yeah. I was afraid in my heart that he was going to get shut out uh, because mm-hmm. you could see him getting more and more depressed after each victory. You know, his right. eyes kept getting lower and lower. Right. So it's wonderful that, um, you know, that he came back. I mean, right. And I think a lot of people felt the same way. They, they kind of identified with the human... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of jokes on Twitter about now he's going to be attacked by AI or robots or <laughs> yeah, right. androids in the night. <laughs> he has angered the mm-hmm. greater intelligence, right? right. Yeah, this, I mean, there's several aspects to this. There's mm-hmm. the Korea thing. I mean, Koreans rally yes. around their own, right? Yes. Just like in the World Cup, Korean nationalism is at play. But in a way, this is sort of humanity at stake, right? right. This is like, you know, if, if Lee Se-dol doesn't win, Skynet becomes self-aware, that kind of thing. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Also, a lot of jokes about how AlphaGo just threw the game so that we would we wouldn't you know destroy right. all Android. So that exactly, AI. so that we would become complacent <laughs> right. and uh, we would let the AI progress. Mm-hmm. This happened before. I mean, with uh, Deep Blue back in what the '90s, beating Gary Kasparov at chess. Yes, and, and it's happened with chess and checkers. This, but apparently, Go is considered to be unique. And that was the aspect that was interesting to me. For me, there was also the Go aspect. I'm used to, or rather, I grew up with my relatives playing this game. It's called Paduk in Korean during holidays. And I was never really interested in it. But now I kind of am. I bet you this will lead to a resurgence Mm -hmm. in Go, whatever the the, the result is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go, apparently, I don't know. I've never played. Are you any good? Um... I mean, probably not. <laughs> I, I know you can the rules. Teach me it's one of those things that you, it's really easy to learn the rules. Yeah. You're just supposed to gain more territory uh-huh. with the little black and white stones. And you're supposed to have some intuition and some, a little bit of creativity. I've been told that Isaido mm-hmm. is, a, is a brash kind of uh, daring player. Right, an Go. aggressive player. Yeah. So. Whereas, um, unlike chess and checkers, it's harder for the computer to just muscle its way through. millions of hypothetical moves. That's what I read as yeah. well. Like, apparently it requires a lot of intuition, which can only be gained by just studying lots of patterns for many years. Yeah. All right. So what are people saying about this uh, amazing tournament online? Well, of course, there wasn't just buzz in South Korea. Mm. There was, you know, talk all over the world. And there were two major 
ooh or ah moments. First mm-hmm. when AlphaGo won, and second when Lee won. Yep. And beyond the obvious praise of like Isidor, you're so cool or awesome, um, there were some joking about an increased level of awareness of South Korea following the matches. So as you said, the South Korea aspect uh-huh. and how some people, namely government related people, would it undoubtedly, unashamedly try to bank on this sort of Fame, there will undoubtedly be a Isedol-themed package tour of Go destinations. Maybe not <laughs> as obvious, but it's true that the government immediately responded to the publicity surrounding the event by partnering with a private firm, a department of the government partnered with a private firm to create what they are tentatively calling the AI Development Control Tower. Ooh, but um, that's that's cool. It's essentially a project to invest more into researching and developing AI, but people were skeptical. They're like, no, this is just another way to take more of our money, stop trying to, you know, take advantage. Ride the wave, ride the go wave, right? Right. I mean, people tend to, uh, the sense of humor that people express through Twitter is often really funny. I mean, Mm -hmm. any any funny reactions to the, the games? Um, and, and, you know, other people were talking about increased level of awareness of Korea. You know, I finally have a costume idea for Halloween in the U.S., <laughs> one Twitter person. And Isedor enjoys eating kimchi. That's also kind of making fun of how, you know, people will take any chance to promote to everything promote Korea, Korea. That's you it. Know. Um, and then others, you know, made robot jokes, Android jokes. Now Isidor will take the jobs of every human. Yeah, it kind of, you know, right. belie- be- betrays what people are really feeling about right. this, that, that sort of nervous uh, kind of thing. I talked about that New Yorker article saying, mm-hmm. gosh, will kids even bother going to Go Hagwons anymore, you right. know, because now uh, AlphaGo can simply play the games better than they can. They have no hopes, right? I did think about that, but I read another article that talked about how this could revolutionize the game of Go. Yeah. In the short Short term, I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. I think people will, it'll be like a resurgence, almost a Kim Yona effect, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, parents will want their kids to play Go, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Right, let's move on to topic number two. Uh, we talk about this also a fair amount here, the fact that people aren't getting married, or if they are, they're getting married a whole lot later. Right. So quickly, before we start, I just want to uh, do a quick vocab review. We've discussed chok or tribes before mm-hmm. on Culture Pulse, right? Yep. Groups of people united by a common habit. And now there's pihonjok. People who choose not to get married. Ah, uh, bihon, not mm. married. Right. So bihon is people who just aren't married. It's mm-hmm. what you write on like forms and things like that ah. at the hospital. And the bihon, I, I suspect that's a more of a voluntary thing. Yes, it implies, or at least the way these people use it yeah. on themselves. And apparently there are rising numbers of these people. They're not exactly announcing that they'll remain single. Rather that they won't get married or have a wedding. Yeah. So it's sort of related to the small wedding trend or just kind of people eschewing like these traditional ideas of what it means to live like, I don't know, proper life. Yeah, by themselves. Doing their own thing. Yeah. But the article that I found was about how some people or this one imaginary person in Busan mm-hmm. um, is attempting to get their chukigum back. Chukigum. Right, there's no translation for that, but it refers to Congratulations money or something? Yes, it refers to that. It's usually about uh, 50,000 Korean won, Mm -hmm. can be more. The little envelope that you Mm -hmm. drop off at someone else's wedding at the table. Yes, Yeah. exactly. So I think... Um, this, these days, weddings are so big, and it can be a bit of a burden, especially in months when there are a lot of weddings. But I, I don't know, a lot of the people were a bit 
insulted mm-hmm. at the idea of someone trying to ask for their chugaigum back. Really? That does seem a bit gauche. I'm going to be honest with you about that. Right. This is wedding season coming up, too. Right. I mean, it's a little ambiguous because it's, it isn't just a wedding present. It's also, like, it sort of dates back to when... It was it was about like you help me build my farm, I'll help exactly. you build yours, you know. So yep. there was the sense that like you give it because you know that you're going to get it back, but if you know that you're not going to get it back, you know. Well, it's sort of your price of entry to the wedding. I mean, there's a buffet to pay for, That's and you true. know, it's That's kind true. of like going out to a decent restaurant, right. and uh, you're helping to cover those costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, come on now. Uh, I, I, just because you have decided not to get married, I, I can't see penalizing the people that, that do. Then right, again, and then asking for it back. Yes, is that that is, little, just don't give it or sneak into the wedding. That's why I use the word imaginary. A lot of people didn't believe that this person described it's in the article It's hard to imagine. Existed, right? How do you even phrase that? You write a card saying, hey, congratulations once again. Now, could I have 50 bucks back? Because I'm not going to get married. Right. right. Yeah. That, that, it's not an exchange. Right. Maybe I'll ask for half. Just yes. say, you know, because you'd come out. <laughs> I can understand the frustration, though. If you know for sure you're not getting married and this is wedding season and you got 10 weddings to go to, that's a serious cash hit. Right, right. And I feel like the takeaway for me was that a lot of people are just rejecting these things that they used to take for granted, such as, you know, shelling out a lot of money for other people's weddings, you know, big, massive weddings. Do you think tukai gum will die out as a tradition, Violet? Um, I think that it's going to morph to fit with the times. And I don't know how that... Maybe become more modest. Right. 20,000 or something like that. A lot of people did talk about the inevitability of that. Yeah. yeah. The economy. Especially if you have a modest wedding that doesn't cost too much. You might even consider putting on your your invitation. Please uh, donate your tsukegum to that charity or that Mm -hmm. hospital. Mm -hmm. And then there's no way to police it and people don't feel pressured when they come in. Right. All right. Topic number three in the Mm -hmm. Culture Pulse today. Oh boy, is this one that I've been harping on for a long time? Uh, the Have subway, you been yes. On a oh, subway. at least privately, not on the mic here, but okay. uh, I can harp now. Now that you bring it up, <laughs> right? The subway in Seoul shuts down at about eleven or twelve, depending what night it is, right? Yes. Amateur hour. Come on, let's run this thing round the clock. Let's uh, spare it's, some. It's surprising because Seoul is such a twenty-four hour city, and there's such a lack of twenty-four hour transportation. Right. Other cities, I mean, there are multiple other cities with twenty-four hour subways, but now the Seoul subway, the Seoul Metropolitan Rapid Trans- Transit Corporation, which is one of the two private companies that runs the subway, they're considering running a section of Line Seven. So it's very, very small. Mm section for 24 hours, but only on Friday or Purgum, Flaming Friday. As flaming Friday. What's so flaming it. about so, it? So Purgum is just a word that Koreans used to describe Friday. It's a portmanteau of fire and Friday, and it's used to express late night all right. on Fridays that are used are, are spent drinking. So all Fridays are flaming, or is there a particular for Friday some, of the month that's flaming? Well, like, it's sort of a greeting to, like, have a Purgum. Okay. Right. Right. Oh, that's really good. Well, I not necessarily, but like just kind of a rallying yeah. cry. All right. Yeah. That's good. I haven't, I've never heard of Flaming Friday mm-hmm. before. Uh, and this line, line seven, mm-hmm. that seems like a slightly obscure line to run. Um, it would be better, wouldn't it be, to run, um, you know, one of line the... Line two. Line two or line one, the ones that go through Hongdae and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And Itaewon, maybe that's line six. Right. But uh, yeah. Uh, it makes perfect sense because uh, trying to get a taxi, God bless the hardworking taxi drivers, right. it can be really hard to get uh, a taxi at yes, night. Yes, especially at certain stations. Uh-huh. 
Um, I guess if there are any downsides, it's that they're dirtier 24-hour subways. I know that there are no rats on the Korean or Seoul subways. Part of the 24-hour decision is to, yeah, well, I have not really, I've only seen maybe one or two rats my whole time in Seoul. That's Uh that's to Seoul's credit. Of course, it gets freezing cold every year. That helps. But, um, you know, I used to see rats like crazy in in Hong Kong. They were almost like house cats. But uh, hire the staff, keep the place clean. Mm -hmm. And I guess you'd have more, at certain hours of the day, you'd have more drunk people on the subway. That's a a downside. Right, there too. were a lot of preemptive threats against these yeah. potential drunkards. All right, there's the culture pulse for today. Violet, that's all the time we have. Uh, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you, Kurt. And Koreascape returns after this.